the newborn and the waning moon. Mother writes, Eulin and Welpin, are you born? Helpless and blind. Mother cares for you. Mother feeds you. Mother teaches you. Every single day, you are born anew. The newborn has to learn how to stand on its own two feet before it can walk and keep at it until it can walk unaided. For you, every day from now on, while you find your path to the source, you are as a newborn. And sometimes you might be a bit wobbly and unsure. It will come. In fact, experiences will come to you unbidden, but only when you're open to them. The most important thing is to get out into the air and walk. Didn't expect that, did you? Communicate with the world around you, however unnatural it feels at first. And before you tell me you do not have time, you can find time in the day for ten minutes, can't you? For as the newborn, you need to learn how to walk. But this time, mindfully. Walking now has a new meaning for you. As when you walk, you can enter a trance. A walking meditation, if you will. When you walk, your connections to the source will be reinforced and you will grow in strength and stamina for the road ahead. Observe your surroundings, the signs and the sounds, the smells and the feelings which being out of doors instills in you, even if it's in a city. As long as you can see the sky. For now, now you've taken the first step of the traveller on your journey to the source and packed your bags for the inner journey, there's no going back. And you will need stamina to make it all the way. You are now a traveller with a purpose, with everything you need at hand. You have to rid yourself of excess baggage so that you can now travel light and... More importantly, you can respond quickly to change. It is natural that your first steps will be wobbly and unsure. You won't get every right or ritual right, if you hear what I mean. But it doesn't really matter. It's the intuition. It's starting to listen to yourself. That's what matters. It is the intention, not the form that matters. You will find your own and better ways of doing these things. Always remember, my words are only there to guide you. You will find within each rite of passage that you choose a natural progression will occur. And even when things don't seem to go according to your original plan, understand that in the scheme of the journey, it's actually worked out fine. Let it go and move on. You are still the newborn who needs support 
and attention. And it is for you to realise that the only person who can give you this support and attention is yourself. And perhaps, for now, Mother. There will be others of the moon who will come into your life and walk alongside you for part of the journey. And you will support each other. And your guide will join you for some steps of the way, only when you ask them. And they'll only come to you when you actually need them. You cannot demand their presence. And no one individual will be with you for the whole journey. That's sometimes hard. Hard to understand. And often easy to forget. You are born alone. And you will reach your destination alone. It's a good lesson to learn now, so learn it well. We each have our own journey, our own path to find and tread. The road is not a direct one, and there are times when you may be frustrated that it seems to lead you away from your goal. Accept it. Appreciate the journey. Life being what it is, you may find that you choose to spend some time on another's path, supporting them, learning from them, or being their guide. But understand and remember well that their path to success is not yours, and you cannot claim their journey as your own. Just as you cannot and must not claim their success as yours. I know petty jealousy and envy of those whom I have taught and guided. Let me be honest, it became a poison in my old life. A poison that prevented me from moving forward. At the time, I didn't realise it. I believed that those whom I had helped should acknowledge my part in their success. I grew bitter and petty. Mother taught me that the only way to progress on the path to success is to relinquish all claims on those whom you have helped. In my past life, as I prefer to refer to it, it was as if I had an inbuilt emotional weighing scale and I could tell you down to the ounce who owed me. As it was, I was the one weighed down with a burden of debt, wondering when they were going to pay me back, and how. Mother taught me to recognise that my gifts to others were just that. Gifts, not loans. There should never have been strings attached from my side. They became the ties that bound me. I had to learn that sometimes there was never going to be any payback, at least not from the person themselves. Learn this lesson over and above all others. Give freely and with love.
Only when you do this will you administer the antidote to the poison of jealousy and envy. And I will be honest, I found this hard. Very hard. But once I'd done it, I created emotional space in myself to give more. But in a way that replenished me, rather than diminished my sense of who I am and what I'm capable of. And here is a trance you can use to do this for yourself, if you want. So just before going to sleep tonight, close your eyes and count down from 300 to zero. Use your out-breath to time the numbers as you count down. If you prefer, you can just imagine yourself walking through this experience. You could try it now. The choice is yours. Either way, you'll find this process gets easier each time you do it. This time, when you reach zero, or you're ready to do so, just imagine yourself picking up a large sack. The sack is full to the top with smaller bags. In each small bag, there is a weight. And each weight is formed from a negative feeling or thought which you've been carrying with you your whole life. And there really is no need to know specifically what these things are, but you know they're heavy. And as you count down, or when you're ready to imagine it, imagine walking down some steps. The steps are solid rock worn by the footsteps of others who came this way before you. You don't need to see anything. But you know how it feels to walk down steps, carrying a heavy load. Now you have a choice. You can keep carrying all those weights, or you can carry them down a few steps and then leave one of the bags on the step you reached. It's entirely your choice. Do you really need all those negative feelings to continue to weigh you down? Shed them one by one. And you can imagine this. Just keep walking down, putting these weights down step by step whenever you feel like it. Keep walking. And you can imagine feeling the sack getting lighter and lighter and your movements easier as the load diminishes. Keep walking until the sack is empty. And at the end of the stone steps, you find yourself in a beautiful, peaceful, natural landscape. Don't try to see it with your eyes. See it with your mind, your memory. It is a place of natural beauty, a place of total peace. And it's a beautiful day. Take your time to experience this as ever you wish. Take your time to experience this in any way you wish. It'll come into focus for you. Take all the time you need. You can find a place to rest now and use the empty sack as a rug to lie on. Stay here for a while if you want, 
face up to the sky and watching the small white clouds. Become aware of sunlight gently warming you and easing your mind and your body as you allow your mind to drift for a while. You could close your eyes and sleep here if you wanted, safe in this place. And by the time you're ready to leave, you find the sky within has already gone dark. It is night. And in the light of a waning moon, you find your stairway is now lit by the bags on the steps, which have transformed now into magical Chinese lanterns. As you move on to each step with a lantern, they rise up into the sky. These now carry your hopes and dreams upward, where the moon can see them clearly and respond. You continue to walk up the steps and notice that as you look behind you, each one of the lanterns which you've passed is now gone. On turning forward, you see your way ahead is lit. Walk all the way to the top of the stairs. And once you've finished, you can rest for a moment and think about the experience that you've had. Then, if you want to, at some point open your special book, take out your pen and start writing. You can write down any feelings or thoughts that came from this experience, or just let them come into your mind. Remember, you'll do this your own way, but take time over this. Maybe do it when you're walking. But more things will come into your mind than you would have expected. Don't censor yourself. Just let these thoughts come into your mind. Write them if you wish. You can now rest and will sleep deeply and well tonight. And from now on, you'll free yourself to use your thoughts and feelings as gifts to others, forming lights for your path when it gets dark, not burdens to weigh you down. When I did this for myself, one of the most fascinating effects was that I found other people started to offer me their help unprompted. Not only was I now open to taking their help, but I accepted it in the spirit in which it was given. Once you give freely, others will give to you, and the transaction becomes one of love and sharing, not greed and envy. I recognised that by being able to give to others without the expectation of something in return from them, I freed myself up to receive from those who were willing and able to help me. Each one of us needs others to help us thrive. 
And when you are a newborn, you need help most of all. That's what the journey into yourself is all about. Freeing yourself to be newly created, reborn into this world. It's okay to feel as if you're not ready for it yet. As you read on, so you will change and start to find the best ways for you to move forward. And know too that the newborn is hungry, not only for food but for warmth and especially for knowledge. Allow those around you who are able to give you what you need unconditionally to nurture your needs. Perhaps you do not feel that those around you right now are able or willing to nurture you. Leave that for a moment. As you travel, they will either change with you or you will leave them behind and you will find others to nurture you. Remember, this is your journey. And if someone close to you now is committed to a different path, there will reach a time when you will part. Accept it. It will happen naturally, but perhaps not without pain. For pain is a part of birth. Not necessarily physical, but the pain of becoming someone different makes the new life all the more precious. Around this time in my journey, I started to use the power of the web. We truly live in interesting times when we're free to connect with others in such an open and democratic way. Yes, I know there is a lot of awful, dreadful, dark, disgusting shit out there. But there are good people. You can find them. If you don't understand the power of this, you'll regret it. Newsflash. The time of worship of money is coming to an end. I know we've heard all this before, but this time it's different, especially post-Covid. It is global, as are the connections that will drive this change forward. The time of pyramids and hierarchies dividing us is breaking down, even as I write these words. The web of lies spun by those in power is unravelling as we speak. This is the time for people to take control of their own power and create and become part of the weird world wide web. Why do you think the old pictures of witches? and got cobwebs in them. Even then, mothers knew the power of the web. Mother Shipton will teach you how to connect through it. First with yourself, and then with others around you, to weave a web of your own making, to find your own true community, to seek out those whom you want as part of your life. To put yourself 
in the path of opportunity. And if you want to change career and become a gardener, you need to learn and meet other gardeners. If you want to become part of a spiritual community and you can't find them around you, you can seek them out on the web. Please, always be cautious. Use your intuition. But what you could do is just reach out locally to find a small community, a page for your street. You know, it did work during COVID. We can do this. What about getting together with a few friends and indulge in a little flash kindness to someone who you know needs help but wouldn't ask for it? Maybe clean the house of a new mother and cook her lunch or weed the garden of an elderly labour. There are more ways to connect than I have time to tell you. And actually, you already know around you the ways in which you can reach out. Don't be afraid. You will benefit. So get informed and then decide where and what you want to get involved with, where your light leads you. It's all about learning and you don't have to rush into it now. It's about learning what you want to learn. It could be art, it could be gardening, it could be a language, it could be anything. It could be a more classical spiritual path to learn about yourself, but it's time to learn. And it will be a process of trial and error too. I went on so many workshops, talks, discussions, meetings, groups, before I realised that there was only one way to find the community I wanted, and that was for me to create it from scratch. You might find this too. For me personally, I wanted a community of women who are successful and spiritual, who create wealth, abundance and community and know how to share it. But these things are part of everything they do. They're a group who will share, share information, experience, knowledge and support. They're not defined by a manifesto or a philosophy. They are led from a light within the source. The beauty of this community is that within it, we can all thrive. There's no hierarchy. Membership is fluid. There are times when we need closer attention and others when we need to withdraw. It is as natural a connection as the tide that flows within each of us. Our connection is with and through Sister Moon. And from within the source, each part of this fluid community is able to become the best that each one of us can be. You will find your spiritual home, your community, your space, but only if you choose to seek it out. You are no longer alone, unless you choose to be. The newborn takes in all knowledge and information and only filters out later when they've got enough experience. For now... All I ask you to do is listen to my words and be like the newborn, open to everything 
and remember mother's words. Every day you are born anew. Mother taught me you have a choice each morning before you're fully awake as you lie there with your eyes closed. You're free to decide on the nature of your day. You can listen to the rain outside and decide you're going to have a miserable and dull day. Or you can listen to the rain outside and decide you're either going to dance in it or be the one who makes the day bright. And guess what? It really is that simple. It takes practice to actually believe that you're doing it. I love that time in the morning, the time before the day and its version of reality comes into my thoughts. This is what I like to call the dream time. The dream time in which we learn how to experience true connection. This is the time when I've allowed the light outside to awaken the light within me. Failing to make this connection weakens me, and I feel truly different immediately. In this state of hypnopompia, I am truly free to create who I'm going to be on that day. There is no I must or I want. There's only I will. I will be cheerful. I will take control of events. I will be strong. I'll find the perfect book for my needs. I will have a good day. You'll find your own version. Through your experiences in the dream time, you'll mould the day into the one you wish to have. This is the true meaning and power of the sixth sense. Times when we are feeling